What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got my boy Vince back on the pod. What's up, Vince? How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's always fun. Always a pleasure to have you on. We always have some good conversation. We have a few couple things on the lineup here today, a couple interesting and fun topics we're going to get right into. You guys are familiar with Vince. He's been here before, so we don't really need too much of an intro. We're just going to hop right into it. So in the NFL, we've had a bunch of teams come out with new alternate uniforms. Um, there's been we have a list here of all these teams that have come out with these new jerseys and helmets and overall uniforms and it's always fun to rank uniforms because who doesn't like who doesn't like looking at good jerseys and stuff and all these jerseys are very very good well for the most part i'd say we're gonna get into that which ones we think are not but me and vince both came into this with our rankings of these new nfl alternate uniforms um we have 10 of these teams here we didn't include the cardinals because they kind of went for a total uh rebrand type with their uniforms also but, uh, we can all agree it kind of suck <laughs> they're terrible good call they are not good uniforms so just terrible i i cannot believe how they look they're actually garbage um it was like when the falcons switched dude like oh, i mean not that it's the, not that bad it's yeah it's bad. not it's not that bad and it's not like the cardinals had bad like um great jerseys before but they were solid these yeah. just are not good i, I, I mean believe. it's that stupid minimalist shit that yep. you know everybody's doing it's like the utah jazz yeah i won't go as to say it's as bad as the utah yeah, yeah. jazz yeah but it's it's in the same realm i get what you're saying yeah but okay so me and vince have our rankings top 10 1 to 10 we're gonna go from 10 to 1 we're gonna start with the worst ones and make our way up to which ones we think are best so here we go. Coming in at number 10 on my list for these top new alternate uniforms, I think the worst one, and let it be known that I actually don't dislike any of these. I actually think they're all very cool. But my worst one, I have the Detroit Lions with their gray uniforms, and I and they have those new helmets, and I don't mind them, but I'm not a fan of the blue helmet with the gray together as much as I am all these other uniforms. How do you feel? I what do you got? I 100% agree with that. I mean, I, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the honestly, the blue helmet would look better on the blue jerseys and the, the regular gray helmet would look better on the gray. I mean, it's just dumb. Makes no sense. But they're my number nine. Number Ooh, nine. Okay, so who do you have at 10? I have the Colts. Okay. I, I think the it's, it's the same type of thing. It's the black helmet doesn't match the, the jersey well. It's yeah. like, just go for a full blackout. You know, with the mm -hmm. uh, blue accent, mm -hmm. it, I just think it looks awkward, dumb, and yeah, it's really disappointing because I was super excited when this Colt said they were coming with an alternate. But mm -hmm. yeah, that that's they suck. Yeah, a lot of people seem to not love the Colts, and I have the Colts at nine. Um, I do have the Colts at nine, and I don't, I don't dislike the jersey. I think it's, uh, I actually do like it because I like. Glad that they included a little black on the jersey because if they included no black, that would have been terrible. Um, but yeah. they have a little black on the outline of the number, and I love the helmet by itself. I think the black helmet with the by blue itself, horseshoe yeah. is so fire. But like you said, they should have had more black on the jersey to make it more of a blackout. Um, yeah. Didn't make much sense. But I do think the jersey, I do like the jersey more than a lot of people. Overall, I think it's cool. So I have that at nine. Um, wait, so you had Colts at 10, Lions at nine? 
Yeah, so we just have our nine and ten switched. All right, so we are swapped. Now let's get into my number eight. Who I don't know. I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. But I do have the Jets at number eight. And again, I don't dislike any of these jerseys. But when I look at all the other ones ahead, I just think they have a little something extra that this Jets jersey doesn't quite have. I still think it's cool. I do like their helmet and their logo way more than the other one. Like This is probably their best logo in franchise history, to be honest. I mean, it's so fire. Um, And I love the jersey, and I think it's going to look so cool on TV. But over all these other ones, I just can't put it there. Who do you have at eight? As a Jets fan, I I think that's totally fair. Uh, the 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 main thing is the logo, the jersey itself. Facts. I mean, it's actually sort of bland. You know, yeah. it's yeah. it's not that great. It's a little overhyped, I will admit. Uh, but I got them a little higher. I have uh, the Vikings at okay. eight. Objectively, they're pretty uniforms. Don't get me wrong. Like you know, I love the Vikings. You know, purple and gold. It's beautiful, yeah. but it's it's I don't know. It's it's not different enough. It's just mm-hmm. okay. Like, uh, I prefer their regulars over these ones. It's not like they're that much different anyways. It just looks honestly like a uh, a darker purple, which is kind of yeah. like uh, not even a darker purple, more just like a faded purple. I, at least from the pictures I've seen, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not excited about it really at all. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And that brings me to my number seven because I have the Vikings at seven. Um, I, I, I pretty much agree with everything you just said. I think it's... Uh, it's not a bad looking jersey. I just don't. Th- nothing really stands out on it. It's nothing crazy. It's it is kind of looks a little more faded. It's not as vibrant, not as like welcoming of a jersey. Um, so I have them right at seven, right there. So you had Vikings at eight. Who do you have at seven? I have the Eagles at seven. That one I can understand. A lot of people are hyped about the Kelly Greens. Uh, I yeah, you know. I, I love the uh, um like the eagle wings like on the helmet. I think it, it's the, kind of the same thing as the Jets. I think the helmets are great, but the jerseys themselves, eh. Yeah. You know, I I, I love I, a lot of people don't like it. I've always loved the midnight green the Eagles have mm-hmm. since the two thousands. I, I I love it. I think it's unique and um it just looks so cool. And you know the Kelly greens to me. It, it always just screams more Jets to me. I guess maybe I'm biased, but, yeah. you know, I think I like the 80s Jets a lot more. And so, you know, eh, I, you know, I think they're a little overhyped. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I think, uh, so I have the Eagles at six and um, I kind of agree with you when it, when you look at the, I do like the, I like the helmets a lot. I think the helmets are pretty sick, yeah. um, but I don't think these jerseys are better than, their regular jerseys that they wear yeah. and, and some of the teams up top these jerseys are the best ones that they will be wearing as where i think mm-hmm. the regular eagles ones are just better than these um it's cool to have this throwback and this kelly green but um like you said overall i think it's uh it's a tad bit overhyped i think there's a lot of people going around saying that these are some of the best in the nfl which again they're not bad jerseys but i don't they're not like these insanely crazy um, New Jersey. So I kind of agree with you on that. Um, so that's my six. Who's your six? Uh, the Jets are my six. And it, it's, you know, kind of a toss up. The Eagles and Jets are literally like almost like the same thing. Good helmets, mediocre jerseys, uh-huh. you know, it, either way. Um, but I love the plane, you know, or like the jet on the logo. I, I just think it's 
it's so dumb that we don't have that on our logo. It's it's yeah. in the name. Like, come on, it's not I hard agree. to. I agree with that, dude. I I I mean, you know that I've always said that. How we've always talked about how it would make so much sense if there was a jet, and it would just it would look so much cooler, and it would just it just would flow better. <laughs> there was a jet there, um, but okay. So for our bot for our ten nine eight seven and six, me and Vince had the same teams just in different orders yeah um so now we can get right in to the top five who is your fifth place uniform yeah uh, yeah it was tough because i loved all of them but i gotta go broncos at five um super clean i think the orange should always be the broncos primary i never liked their navy blues and mm-hmm. it's orange and white to me is just so sick and it, you know I, I you know actually uh I right now, now that I think about it, I'm actually gonna change it. I'm gonna put the oh, Broncos wow. at four and the Bucks at five. I think the creamsicles are a little overrated. Honestly, I think the Broncos, that's more of a creamsicle looking jersey to me. Like it it the they pull off the orange and white a little better. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of orange and red together. Or at least mm-hmm. the Bucks orange mm-hmm. and red. So yeah, I'm actually gonna change that. Bucks at five, Broncos at four. Yeah, that's that's good. So you got Bucks five and you got Broncos four. So these this was tough for me too. I had my one and two pretty much solidified, and then my three, four, five were all were um lots of moving pieces. So right now I have the Broncos at five. I love absolutely love it with the the white helmet and it like stands out so much with the white numbers and the the orange is so crisp like it just looks so so clean um now you're making me want to move it up a little bit but um i'm gonna keep it where it's at right now but i think those jerseys are so fire i think they did it so well with the helmet yeah it's just that white and orange together just looks so so good um so i i got the broncos at five and so you have the bucks at four so my four i do have the seahawks um i like the Seahawks jerseys. I think they're sick with the silver helmet and the silver pants. I think that's so fire. Um, there's not much for me to say that they're bad. It's just that I like the other three a little bit more than the Seahawks jersey. Um, but again, that Seahawks and those Broncos jerseys, they're so, so, so clean. Um, and yeah. Again, like I said, these can all jump around, like especially my three, four, five. I was mixing with it all last night, trying to figure out where I wanted them all. Yeah. So not really set in stone or anything, but that's my five and four. So who is your three? Uh, The Browns. Mm-hmm. I I love the Browns. Yeah. I, I think it's honestly probably their best jerseys they've ever had. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think the, the white and orange, it looks clean. I guess I'm just a huge fan of white and orange, I guess. But mm-hmm. it uh it just looks so crisp and the Bengals could learn something from this. I mean, that's what the Bengals uniform should be. But the Bengals, I think, screwed up a lot with their jersey with their jersey change. I like the Bengals all orange. Like, it looks good on TV. But, like, outside of that, like, I just think the Bengals, once again, they did that oversimplification thing where their mm-hmm. jerseys just lost a lot of flavor. And, yeah, the Browns nailed it. Mm-hmm. They did. The Browns did nail it. And, yeah, real quick about the Bengals jerseys. Everybody loves the uh... – the white, oh, the, the all whites, dude. That is literally the most overhyped jersey I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I it agree. Sucks. I, I'm gonna say it straight up. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it's lame. <laughs> it doesn't match. It's 
white and black, that's the Raiders. That's not mm-hmm. the, the Bengals. Like, ugh. I know so, so many people love that. And I can't, it kind of baffles my mind that there's absolutely no orange on it. Like, where's your team color? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't even, honestly, I got to say, it doesn't even look that great. on. It looks worse than I would expect on TV. Like, if you yeah. see like, their Instagram post, I was like, okay, it'll look good on TV. I was like, eh. It's yeah. kind of like mediocre. It's yeah, yeah. So. I agree. It's just so it's the like you said, it's the most overrated jersey in any wow. professional sport that I've really ever heard or seen. Um, so I'm not a fan of the the Bengals. So moving on to my number three, I have the Bucks. So I do really like the Creamsicles jerseys. Hmm. Um, I don't think that they're above obviously the one or the two, but I think I just think that lightish orange, it 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 gives me creamsicle vibes it does and i just think yeah. it i think it looks really really clean um i don't think it tops these top two because i love the only thing i just... don't like about the creamsicle jerseys i would have had it maybe at one i i'm not a fan of the red being in there yeah that's fair i don't think the red and orange mix well mm-hmm. you know i, I would have done something else personally but that's fair a little light blue <laughs> that'd no, be that'd be sick. yeah <laughs> um but yeah, I think I like the cream school jersey. I think it's very solid. So I have that sliding in at number three. Um, okay, and my number two, since you already brought the Browns up, I'll say mine. Mine is the Browns, number two. Pretty much everything you said, I think this is one of their greatest jerseys ever, dude. This thing is so, so sick. with the Because like we were talking about with the Bengals, they're just white and black. But the Browns did it so much better with the all white, but they have the orange and the brown on the helmet and the orange and the brown on the numbers. And it just looks so good. So, you know so yeah. good. I'm excited to see the Browns too. You know what? They mm-hmm. they get so much hate with this whole Sean Watson bull crap. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, like, um, you know, if he, if he is guilty of it, obviously I'd be rooting against him, but there's no – direct evidence there's no court ruling yet so you know what i'm you know i'm kind of you know low-key rooting for deshaun you know like let's see what happens you know like i I don't think too the whole thing it's like uh you know maybe you could are you could say it's like a sleazy thing to get some sloppy toppies or whatever like after (laughs) a massage but you know if it's consensual you know it's it's consent you know so like Mm -hmm. you know what i yeah i think uh i'm excited to see the browns i think it would be sick if they won the whole thing to see the media melt down, you know, can you imagine like the, how the media could try to like react to that? They would be so just like dead silent. It would be hilarious. Oh yeah. They would, there would definitely be a massive meltdown if the Browns, I don't think it will happen, but if the Browns ended up winning the Super Bowl, there would be a huge meltdown. And they're kind of my favorite team like to root for here. Yeah, I hopefully hoping uh Deshaun Watson can uh you know because last year he didn't have you know he's coming back from a year off and he wasn't and allowed to practice games either, so. wasn't allowed to practice much so hoping this year which I think he will he'll come back and you know ease right back into it and, and look like his yeah. old self which would be cool because he was elite and really really fun to watch yeah so um and hopefully if they win the Super Bowl hopefully they do it in those jerseys because those jerseys yeah are that so, would be so yeah. sick. that would be awesome so I have the Browns at number two um and let's hear your number two. Oh, I had the Seahawks at number two and you know caveat I will say Seahawks fans I hate Seahawks honestly out of all the different like fan bases of the NFL Seahawks are probably the most dumb and delusional like the whole Tariq Woolen over Sauce thing it's just statistically incorrect it's not mm-hmm. true. 
-hmm. Like you could look at the PFF statistics. I mean, sauce is better. That yeah. just, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just think Seahawks fans are nuts. They're saying these jerseys are like the best of all time. Like calm down. They're yeah. not, they're really good. Mm -hmm. They're really good. And you know, if they switch to their, these full time, eh, I, I love their, their regular jerseys as they are now. I would keep that. But if they switch to these, I wouldn't like be, you know, I wouldn't be grossed out either. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have a great branding for Seattle and you know, yeah. these are, these perfectly fit the city. So, totally. you know, number two, but I will say Seahawks fans like calm the hell down. Like it's, it's not the best Jersey of all time. Like, yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Real quick side note: Who do you think is more delusional, Seahawks fans or Forty Nine er fans? Oh, actually, I I will <laughs> give it that. Like, uh, I, I, dude, it's it's funny. Like, even during like Russ's prime, Seahawks fans were more critical of him than Jimmy entire yeah. Jimmy's entire career than Forty ers were. I, I gotta say, yeah, never mind. Forty Nine er fans are more delusional. Yeah, they're less toxic, but they're more delusional. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Cause I I totally agree with that i think that that 49er fans from what i've seen are have to be the most delusional fan base in the entire nfl with some of the things that i mean you just look at the jimmy garoppolo situation that tells you a lot that you need to know about the fan base um they Russ brought him to two super bowls mm -hmm. and um you know the one you you know one yard line away from you know having mm -hmm. two victories mm -hmm. and at russ's last year dude seahawks fans were like ready to can him you yeah. know, like they because mm -hmm. they were like they care about winning, but Niner fans, Jimmy lost them the suit, played literally the worst fourth quarter I think historically any quarterback has in the Super Bowl, at least like the top, one of the top five worst performances ever statistically. Yep. And 49er fans act like he's like a six time Super Bowl champion. It's it's yep. literally the, the craziest thing I've ever seen in any sport. It is, it's, it's, it is. it's ridiculous. He has a cold. Wait. Yeah, the, he does. He has the Jimmy Colt. We could yeah. talk about Jimmy all day. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to our number one, which is clearly the same team. Yep. Tennessee Titans came out with the most fire uniforms, the throwbacks for the Oilers. So, so sick. The light blue is perfect yeah. with the red accent is perfect. <laughs> Everything about it. I could, just if you want to say it's the best uniform in the NFL, I wouldn't argue. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I, 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 you can make an argument for it. It is, it yep. is beautiful. It's, it's it. just perfect. Like it's, I cannot wait to see them wear these. Um, yep. I can't wait to see them wear them on TV, watch them on TV. That's going to be so sick. It's just such a clean Jersey <clears throat> and they nailed it, dude. I'm so glad that they came out with these because these are so, so, sick. so much better than their dark blues. Oh, I don't hate the dark blues. Like oh, yeah. it's objectively not ugly, but. They're light blue, dude. That should be their primary because it's so unique. It's so it's actually prettier than the Chargers, even powder blue. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. the Titans, if they want, they could have the best jerseys in the NFL. They could. It, yeah. yeah, so sick. I agree. They they made that light blue their primary. That would be because I mean the the Chargers have insanely amazing yeah. branding and their jerseys are cool. But if I if I'm looking strictly at the blue, just the blue itself. The Titans have a cleaner blue. I like that lighter blue more than the Chargers. So they could do a lot more with that and yeah. make the best jerseys in the league if they made that their primary. Um, but probably overall, the Chargers might have the best right now. The uh, Right now, yeah, primary-wise, yeah, Chargers. Oh, actually, I don't know, Dolphins. It's always Ooh. the talk-up between Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. I've so leaned Dolphins, too. honestly, but it's, you know, one, two. 
Yeah, those two are one and two. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm so excited to see all these jerseys now, all, most of them at least. Um, they're all really cool. And I'm glad that the NFL is allowing teams to have new helmets because I, yeah. that was the dumbest thing that they weren't allowed to have that before. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Literally did nothing. so, so dumb. So at least they have it now. Um, so I'm ready to see these uniforms. Now we're going to move on to something, a little NBA talk. Talk about the Golden State Warriors because I like to talk about the Warriors. They're fun to talk about. Um, obviously, the best player on the Warriors is pretty pretty yeah. simple. It's, it's Steph Curry. That goes without – I don't really have to say much about that. But a really good question is who is the second best player on the Warriors? There could be – you could make maybe make an argument for five different players. You got Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Chris Paul now, or Andrew Wiggins. Those are five players who – could realistically make an argument for being the second best player behind Steph Curry on the Warriors. So, I ask you, Vince, who do you think is the second best player on the Warriors right now? I think it's Klay Thompson. Honestly, kind of easily. And I think he should have been the cover for 2K23. I, I really think that would have been just hilarious to see everybody <laughs> walking on. I think that would be freaking hilarious. Or, yeah, or 2K24, I guess. Four. Yeah, yeah. I'm flying so fast. Um, but yeah, no, his defense is still good. Like, yeah, there were a couple games in the playoffs where his defense, I'll admit, like wasn't like up to par, but there are also a bunch of times, like I think majority of the time in the playoffs, his defense was really good. He was, he's a physical defender. Um, he, yeah, the shooting, yes, I I can't defend the, 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 you know, the Lakers meltdown, but, uh, against the Kings, he was super you know, they might have not won without him, and they might not be in the playoffs without him. Mm-hmm. It's too short. That Lakers meltdown is too short of a uh, span to uh, discredit somebody with such a history, and who once again is still one of their better defensive players. Mm-hmm. So you know, I you know, I, yeah, I think he's getting way too much hate. I think he still deserves that two spot. I like that, and I totally agree. So my, I have Clay Thompson too as the second best player on the Warriors, and a lot for the same reason. I think too many people like to write off Clay just, you know, after the injuries. He may not look like the All Star that he was. Um, I mean, Clay Thompson used to be, you could argue, like a top. He was a top three shooting guard in the league for many, for like two or three years. Yeah, second best shooter. Made case. Of the league. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, second best shooter of all time. He was there were people who said he was number one, and I was probably one of them back then. I mean, he was so good, not shooting, shooting guards in the league. Yeah. I mean, um, not Steph Curry's got the number one spot for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh um right now, Clay Thompson, obviously, yes, he had a kind of a brutal series against the Lakers. Didn't didn't go well. Obviously, that game six was pretty, pretty terrible. I will three. say it wasn't as bad as Sabonis' meltdown versus the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> Sabonis like, did. Because I've heard people say like they they put it at the same weight as no Sabonis had the worst meltdown in maybe NBA history in terms of somebody being so hyped up and then just falling flat. Do not put Clay yeah. near that level. Clay's meltdown was not nearly that bad. <laughs> Sabonis, I'm very thankful for how he played in that series because yeah. he helped us out. Uh, yeah, Kavon yeah, he was the best player, <laughs> arguably. Yeah, right. Kavon Looney owned him that Never whole series like a man dominant. Like he was just I. Looney just manhandled him, dude. Like it, it, it was insane. Ugh. He did manhandle him. Um, but for Clay Thompson, I I think uh 
I think his defense, like you said, has gotten too much hate. Now, I don't think he's not the defender exactly how he used to be because he used to be an all-star. I mean, he was an all-freaking-star defender. He was amazing. Um, And I don't think he's quite at that anymore. But I think it's a little underrated right now how his defense is because people are saying it's terrible, it's trash, and it's not. It's not trash. He's a fine defender right now, and he's actually, I think he's above average right now because of, yes, uh, there's been a couple times where it's like, he may kind of give up or get a little lazy here and there. Um, but honestly, dude, I don't blame him after two giant leg he's injuries. Old, you know? dude, and he's gone through <laughs> ACL injuries. Like, yeah, he's not going to be – he's going to maybe not guard as fast as players as he used to. But mm-hmm. he could still – there's still people his speed who he can get physical with. And mm-hmm. he he, uh, he sticks on people like glue sometimes, you know. Like, yep. he's, a, he's an above-average defender still. Yeah, I agree. And I think that – Overall, I honestly think Clay's gotten a little underrated just as a player because in the regular season when Steph Curry went out, Clay was the only reason. I mean, Clay kept us afloat. Clay was he was so huge, shooting the ball so well, scoring so many points. Um, without him, we wouldn't have been that sixth seed. We wouldn't have, who knows? We might we probably would have been in the play-in. He was so crucial, and people just forget that because of one bad series against the Lakers. So I am still on the train that Clay Thompson is the second best player in the league. Now, if you want to make cases for the other guys, you probably could. I would hear you out, but I don't agree with you. Um, I think it's Clay right now. I think uh, he's just so valuable shooting the ball. I mean, yeah, he had his struggles, but Clay is still better than 98% of the shooters in the league right now, and he's still the second greatest shooter of all time. He can still catch fire better than anybody else in the league. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we're writing him off. He's still amazing. So, Clay, number two. Now, I will say if he has a – I mean, obviously, if he has a bad season next year, which is not going to happen, then it's like then you can have a conversation like, okay, like this yeah. is not good. But, I mean, like <laughs> we're, the ev- you're getting that from one bad series against the Lakers when he had a – in the beginning of the regular season last year, he struggled for like a month. And then he told – he was shooting like 30% from three. And then he picked it up, ended the year with the most three-pointers in the league, and shot 41% from three. It's like, I mean, what more do you want? That That's amazing right there. So, right there. um, That's so good. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> I got Clay at number two. So, that's good to hear that yeah. you have that too. And, uh, yeah, it would have been sick. I mean, I, I love Kobe and everything. You know, it's great. No, he got that cover, right? Like, yeah kobe got the cover and it's uh i again love kobe but um he's gotten like three covers recently yeah and i get it 24 this one makes a little sense but he should have just gotten a legend edition which would have been fine give some current players some covers i mean you know i mean you can't just give it to the same guys over and over again i mean it's insane steph doesn't have his own solo cover like are you kidding me dude he he literally, um, I, like everybody's game now. Everybody under the age of like twenty one game. Most people's like point guards are basing their game off of Steph, mm-hmm. not LeBron. Steph, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. like uh, he he's literally the most argue. I don't know if anybody's revolutionized the game as much as Steph has. Yeah, I agree. He, he definitely has. And I hate when people say ruined the game because he didn't ruin he didn't it. Know. I like I like to use the word revolutionize. That's the word I use yeah. too because he revolution games change. And it's Steph not his has... fault. Like a bunch of people suck at shooting threes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's just so good at it. Now everyone wants to be like him. 
Um, it's weird that he doesn't have a cover. I will say though, I will say this: if the Warriors win the championship this year, it should either it should definitely just be Steph or Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Because yeah. after that, or, or, yeah. I would love or, just Clay. Just or to just Clay. I'm I, all I would, in for just Clay. Yeah, man. If I had the option, I'd totally make twenty four. Just Clay Thompson dude. <laughs> would be. I'd be so down. That would be so yeah. so sick if Clay got his own cover. Um. But anyways, right on. Good conversation. Second best player on the Warriors. But like I said, you can make some uh you can make some arguments if you want. Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. Now Chris Paul. I've heard it all. I haven't really heard anyone make an argument for Kavon Looney. I just threw him in there. I, I don't know if you can put Kavon at two. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, above the other guys. But he did dominate Sabonis, but maybe that's not as yeah. big of an accomplishment as because Sabonis is fucking a little soft. But, um, but uh, hey, I will say though, speaking of Draymond, like he mm-hmm. uh he gets way too much hate. Everyone's yeah, saying you'd be yeah. playing in China if you didn't like <laughs> if, if it wasn't for Steph Clay and uh, KD. Uh, no BS. That's he so was bad. a great and you know, like his shooting fell off. But there was a time when he was actually pretty decent, you know, from oh, the yeah. field. Like even when he's not, like you know, he's a really smart defensively. He's a he's not a dirty player. That's a lie you know, put out there by the Sabonis riders and the soft <laughs> Like, uh, he's Sabonis is lucky he didn't get stomped in the face. You know, you grab Box. somebody's leg in midair, you should get stomped in the face. Draymond was nice enough to kick him in the freaking chest. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm so sick of the Draymond hate. I don't like Draymond outside of the game. Like, you know, his whole LeBron meat riding is gross. And, like, you know, he doesn't seem like this, uh, the brightest, you know, guy ever <laughs> the sharpest tool in the shed but uh as a player though he is not dirty he's a great defensive player defensive leader and uh you know what pool knowing pool he probably deserved that to get socked in the face so you know i'm I'm a total draymond defender i've become one i didn't used to but now it's like the amount of hate people saying he should go to shanghai it's just it's ridiculous it is ridiculous. Draymond is so ridiculously valuable to the Warriors, and without him, we definitely wouldn't have won four championships at all. Um, he's so valuable defensively, offensively when it comes to playmaking. I mean, I've like I've I've said this before. I don't think I've ever seen two players with better chemistry than Steph and Draymond. Those two guys, I've never they know where each other are at at all times. It's the craziest thing to watch. Um so I, I, that's just some Draymond's a dirty player and Draymond's not good without Steph. And it's like, no, that's just so wrong and incorrect. It's like terrible. He's not dirty. Um, I totally agree with that. The whole Sabonis thing is ridiculous. I mean, Sabonis, yeah, like you said, what are you going to do when somebody grabs onto your leg? I mean, where do you want him to go? I don't understand yeah. what everybody's yeah, exactly. thinking. We got freaking <laughs> lucky. He didn't get stomped in the face twice. I know. And then, of course, Draymond gets suspended. I mean, everyone knew that was going oh. because the league hates him. Yeah, Leo, yeah. Adam, <laughs> Adam Silver just hates Draymond. <laughs> he hates some dude. He, it's ridiculous. I heard a theory the-, the reason that, like, Draymond, like, meat rides LeBron is to try to get, like, on Adam Silver's good side or something. So, like, or try honestly, to get on the league's good side. I mean, who knows? I, honestly, dude, that honestly makes logical sense. I, I mean, he does ride LeBron a lot, which is so annoying do when I hear him do that. It's like, can you just relax? But Draymond is is very good. I mean, I don't know how anybody could say he's not. He's so good. And if you want to 
I don't know. I, I just I don't I don't that doesn't make any sense to me for somebody to say that Draymond's not a good player because if he's if you don't think he's not good if you don't think he's good then you're you're clearly not like watching the game but yeah you're, you're one of those idiots who defend just Sabonis probably you know or yeah exactly Sabonis or, or I think the only reason Steph has success is because of KD like yeah you know, these fans are just you know too far gone too far gone one hundred percent agree Draymond is not that type of guy all right. Now, we have one more segment that we are going to do today. We have the over-under reactions. If you're not familiar with that, it's very straightforward. I have just a couple takes here, take statements, um, and we're going to decide if they are an overreaction or if they're an underreaction. Um, I got three NFL takes, two NBA takes, and I'm excited to hear what you have to say and talk about what we have to say about these over-under reactions. So, the first one I have right here is I actually think I know exactly what you're going to say to this one. And I know what I'm going to say. I am I totally have an opinion on this. And the only reason I bring this one up is because I've been seeing it on Twitter a decent amount. I actually saw it scrolling a lot last night. And I saw a couple tweets about this. And I know what you're going to say, and I'm excited to hear it. But here you go, Vince. Is this an over or under reaction? Justin Fields will be in MVP talks this season. <laughs> Oh my God, Justin Fields is maybe the most overrated <laughs> player. I've. What has he done? Rather than run the ball, he can't pass. He, he sucks. I mean, maybe he can get better, but I mean, this is just a. You know what it was? It was just a freaking. Um, I remember when the draft came up, everybody was so pissed that he didn't get picked by the Niners or the Jets, and like. You know, I, I don't know if it has to do with Ray. I don't, I don't know what the reason is, but there has been like a Justin Fields suck off since like the, <laughs> since the draft. And you know what? He's a good runner, but to me, he seems like a gadget player. That's all he is so far is what he'd be best as a gadget player, like a Taysom Hill, a better version of Taysom Hill. No, I'll give him that. Taysom, Taysom Hill is overrated. Uh, yeah. Talk about yeah. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh, but yeah, no, Justin Fields, you know, god dude yeah so yeah that's an overreaction for sure i mean that's probably that's just insane that's just ludicrous i oh yeah i would have never ever thought about justin fields being an mvp talks until i saw like a couple tweets and videos about everyone's like justin fields will be an mvp and i was listening to uh who's i listening to it was first things first with nick Wright. i was listening to their podcast and they brought that up. Like, they were like, yeah, people think Justin Fields is going to be an MVP talks. And Nick Wright was like, I don't think there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah, but that's... I mean, I was like, yeah, how would that happen? So I wanted to bring it up. But I agree. I think Justin Fields is ridiculously overrated. And I think a big reason for that is people get blinded by fantasy football. They think if yeah. you're good in fantasy, you're good, you're great in real life. And that's just that not the case all the time. Cool. Especially yeah, when it comes to rushing quarterbacks because you get points, more points, if you run the ball a lot, so you're going to get yeah. more fantasy points. But It's, yeah, dude, fantasy definitely does cloud people's judgments of players, and I've been guilty of it too, you know. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's like a good players, people who show up in the moment, you know, in the right mm -hmm. moments. That's what made Brady great. You know, that's what makes Mahomes great. They When, mm -hmm. it, the, when it matters, they, they show up. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Justin Fields has never even put himself in a position to to, to have a game winning drive. I mean, that's how mm -hmm. bad he is. Mm -hmm. He he can't pass the ball, and uh, again, all oh, is you know 
His offensive line sucks. His receivers suck. His receivers actually are, aren't that bad, to be mm-hmm. fair. And uh, offensive line, I think PFF, I thought the Bears were like ranked 20. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's a shitty offensive line. But, you know, he also holds onto the ball longer than anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't have many excuses for this guy. Rather than the Bears are an awful organization with the most boring jerseys ever. Side note. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I'm sick of the Justin Fields hype. It is, it is delusional and unbased. I agree. I do agree. He's a, and I never, ever have liked the idea of a run first quarterback. I think that's, I think that's like an oxymoron. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense to be a run first quarterback. And I think that's what he is at least right now, because it's, he doesn't have that, especially the long ball. He doesn't have his passing dialed in yet. Um, and he's not that good of a passer and he's strictly running. Like you said, he holds onto the ball for a long time. He's a run first quarterback. And I think that's, you're not going to last long in the league and he could change. And I, that's not saying he yeah, can no, he yeah, totally, he, it, yeah. but right now what we Based see from him, what we have exactly. And he's a run first quarterback who cannot throw. You will not last. If, if that's what he stays, if that's the trajectory that he keeps going in, he's not going to last long. MVP talks is ridiculous. So I, I would never, at least for this upcoming season. So no, over, over, overreaction for Justin Fields being an MVP talks. <clears throat> All right. Next one. Over or underreaction. The Jets are the best team in the AFC East. Honestly, I think that's an underreaction because objectively, mm-hmm. I think we have a better defense than the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I think we have a better actually receiving depth than the Bills because mm-hmm. we all know that Gabe Davis is the most overrated freaking receiver who ever I've never. It's what is with these people, dude? I know, dude. He's, oh, I don't even want to get into it. That just pisses me off. The Bills just pissed <laughs> Demar Hamlin. All this guard, I I can't stand the Bills, dude. They're, they're I hate. The Bills. Uh, Josh Allen too is the turnover machine, you know. I, yeah, no, you know what? The more I think about it, the more I convince myself. Yeah, the Jets objectively are a better team than um the Bills. The Dolphins defense, eh, like I, I don't know yet. You know, like there's some promise, but not quite proven. They were they were pretty underwhelming last year. Um, and then yeah, the Patriots. I will say the Patriots. I think get a little underrated. Honestly, mm-hmm. they were. If you look at the game, like their schedule was sort of soft last year, but if you look at like how close all of the games are, a few, you know, differences, you know, the Raiders game, you know, yike Jacoby Myers, like, and a couple other times, like they could have made the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. so I think they get a little underrated. And I'm not mm-hmm. out on Mac Jones, hate him as a player, dirty, you know, I think he's a stupid trap boy, but he, mm-hmm. as a quarterback, I think he gets a little too much hate. Mm-hmm. I think there's actually a lot of promise there. But mm-hmm. but I think the Jets overall, Aaron Rodgers, way too much hate on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, You know, I know last season was a down year, but before that he had two, two straight MVPs, mm-hmm. you know, like 48 touchdowns and like four picks. Like, come on. Like, you know, what are oh, we yeah. talking about here? Um, Robert Salas created a good culture. Sauce Gardner um, and DJ Reed is the most underrated player in the NFL right now. Statistically, he was a top five corner. And nobody talks about him. Madden rated mm-hmm. him like an 83 overall. You fucking, <laughs> you 
he's literally a top five corner. So uh, we have the best corner duo, uh, you know, the most talented quarterback of all time. Not the greatest, but most talented. Brees Hall, um, Zonovan Knight, who's an underrated running back of ours. Uh, our offensive line is the only thing that I, I can understand people being a little sketched out by. Our, our depth is not good. Elijah Vera Tucker Tucker is great. However, got injured, and that's when everything went downhill, you know, offensive line-wise. So if AVT is healthy, I mean, I think we have a good shot. But, yeah, I mean, we got we got Quentin Williams. Um, you know, we, we're just – we're stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's an underreaction. Yeah, I agree. I think it's all – I also think it's an underreaction. Um, I think that bringing in Aaron Rodgers was the final piece that you guys needed. You were a quarterback away. Obviously, Zach Wilson was not doing oh. what you guys had hoped, uh, picking him at number two. And uh, Aaron Rodgers fills that void pretty greatly. Um, you guys have an insane defense. Like, he brought up Sauce Gardner. It was, I mean, one of the best corners, arguably the best corner last year as a rookie. Um, he was absolutely insane. Your defense was so good. Your offense was o- was only needing a quarterback. Um, you got Brees Hall, who's really good. You brought in um brought in another running back, and I was just about to bring him up and now I've been blanking on it. But you brought in another we running didn't back. Find and- Dalvin Cook yet, right? Not yet, Dalvin Cook, but did uh, who did you bring in? Um you brought in another running back, and I don't I was about to bring him up and now you I- have Michael Carter still. He's a running back. Know. Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight. That's like who else to be? Uh... I thought you brought in. Uh, okay, never mind. I'll look that up in a bit. Um, but I could have sworn you brought in another running back, but maybe you're not because I am forgetting. I'm his trying name. to remember who <laughs> might. I... Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's some reaction. I think you guys are better than the Bills. Um, side note: Gabe Davis, one hundred percent agreed, most overrated receiver Obviously, in the NFL. Stephon Diggs is better than Garrett Wilson. I'm not. Totally oh yeah. Visible. But, oh yeah, no, yeah. but uh, but Garrett Wilson, Lazard, Cobb, um, you know, I, I think that there's, and then there's a couple other guys that we've been seeing, in, um, you know, on the off season workouts that have some promise. I, you know, I I think we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be okay receiver wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, I'm gonna go with the Jets as the best team in the AFC East. So that's an under reaction. I agree. Okay, next one. Here we go. The Celtics giving Jalen Brown that supermax contract was a good move. Overreaction or underreaction? I mean, overreaction and just objectively, (laughs) just oh my god, he he can't he couldn't dribble with his left. He he's a turn even when he could dribble with his left, he was a turnover machine anyways. He sucks, dude. He's overrated. I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I've I've never been a Tatum fan because of the way Tatum melted down against the Warriors. But Tatum's better than Brown. Brown, it seems like he's regressing. Um, I think he's full of himself. I I just I don't know. I I'm not happy with him at all. Like I think he's just become a shell of you know the potential that everybody thought we saw and this mm-hmm. whole like. Oh my God! You know, like Tatum and Brown, like Incorporated or whatever. You know, the law firm. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't work. They're they're not a dynamic duo. Honestly, they're yeah. they're they don't complement each other because they're both turn the ball over way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not. They just they don't work. And if I was a Celtics, I'd you'd have. I think you got to make a trade. It's it's not working. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I think that the only it's funny because there's only like five guys maybe or or so that are actually worth a contract like that. Oh, yeah. And Jalen Brown's not one of them. Not even close. Yeah. Um you it's true that you do have to overpay if you want to keep your sometimes you're gonna have to overpay if you want to keep your team together because he'll get money somewhere else which Jalen Brown was gonna get a lot of money somewhere else so the Celtics probably felt obligated to give him all this money so he'd stay but when you have a guy wrapped up in 304 million dollars it's gonna even be tough for you guys to expand your roster and make your team even better when it's not even your best player it's your second best player making three hundred and four million dollars. I mean, that puts you in kind of a bind. So, yeah, I, if they if they signed him so they could get something out of it when they trade him, then I'm okay with it. that's a smart move. I mm-hmm. I can see that honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm banking that the Celtics have that in mind. I'm really mm-hmm. in because I hope that they figure this out because I like the Celtics and you know I yeah. I hope they do good, but. Yeah, I I really hope that's what they're thinking because they're delusional. I think if they think they're gonna win a championship with Tatum and Brand, it's just not gonna happen. I I I don't see it happening. Yeah, they have. I and I think a huge part of that now is how much money they're going to be having wrapped up in one player, their second best player, and that's gonna make you a lot less flexible when trying to go get guys or trade guys. So, like you said, it would be good if they went on and uh, traded him for. For somebody, um, I've been hearing rumors of like Jalen Brown for Trey Young swap, um, which I think the Celtics could benefit from Trey Young because he fits more on that team. But... Could be, I guess you know, try something else. I mean, I, I have issues with Trey Young. I mean, you know, just because the defensive liability, the turnover, yeah. once again, another kind of turnover machine. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would love the Trey Young one. I. I, yeah, but you got to try something else. So Yeah, agreed. Okay, number four. The Chiefs are Super Bowl favorites heading into next season. Over or under reaction? Under reaction. Mahomes is by – it's it's not even close. Like, in terms of <laughs> the best QB, it's – I will say Jalen Hurts outperformed him, like, objectively, I feel like, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. However, though, you know – He's not as good of a passer as Mahomes, and and Mahomes just he outclasses everybody. It's not, mm-hmm. I hate when people say Allen versus Mahomes. No, 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 no. It's mm-hmm. Allen's like number four. You yeah, know, he's he's not, not, he's not, don't get his name away from Mahomes. Burrow's not close. Stop it. You know, this they're trying to manufacture like a Brady Manning thing with the you know Burrow Mahomes. I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Mahomes right now is so far ahead. I you know. Yeah, when making a quarterback list, I think if you're making like tiers, I think Mahomes has to be in his own tier at the yeah. top because he is no one touches him. I do think uh, I have Joe Burrow at two and Jalen Hurts at three, but they're not close and they do not sniff the level of Patrick Mahomes yet. I have Hurts um, at two and then Burrow at three and then Allen four. Yeah, no, Actually, that's right. Allen Rogers four five. You know, kind of yeah. switches. Um, but I agree. I think Patrick Mahomes is in a league of his own. He's in a tier of his own. He's just that good. He's the best in the league, and it's not close at all. Um, the Chiefs, and like you said, that's true though. I do believe objectively that Jalen Hurts outplayed um all yeah. in the Super Bowl, which is funny because I don't think Patrick Mahomes has looked entirely fantastic in his three Super Bowls. I mean, I agree a hundred percent with that. The, that is the, the interesting thing. All the playoff games outside the Super Bowl, he's been 
I mean, uh-huh. you know, statistically, I think the best quarterback to ever do it. Yeah. However, in the Super Bowls, uh, the first one, the Niners defense Shut did down. everything they could. Eventually, they got tired out because Jimmy, mm-hmm. like, was going for and out, throwing picks, you know. Yeah. You know, it, you, the Niners defense was world-class. They made Mahomes look super average up until the very end. Um, then Tampa Bay, you know, I got the offensive line fell apart for him. I give him that, but there was like it at the beginning. Um, it didn't, it actually wasn't that bad. The offensive line, like, and he, he did miss some throws and, you know, he, he didn't play good, even though his offensive line was bad. And then, yeah, the Eagles won. It was, he was okay, but he wasn't like, you know, the Mahomes we saw against the Texans and that comeback. Oh yeah, or, you know, got outplayed by Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he, he got outplayed, even... but you know, um, I, I think it's pretty weird. That, like the turf, the Eagles, you know, pass rush they couldn't get close to him. Yeah, there was once again, and also I will say in the Niners and Eagles Super Bowl, there was a lot of holding on that Chiefs O line. Oh didn't yeah, get close, oh, which yeah. is really weird. I'm like, hey, come on now, you know. Definitely. So yeah, I agree with you there, but. Aside from the Super Bowl, you know, he's uh, he's the best quarterback that's not even close. Agreed. 100%. And that makes them, in my mind, with the team around them also favorites heading into next season. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chiefs O line's yeah. underrated, though. I will say that. People yeah. don't give mm-hmm. them enough credit for what they do. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I think they have a very solid O line. Um. Okay. One more over under reaction, and then we will wrap up here. Over yeah. or under reaction. The Chris Paul trade makes the Warriors the biggest threat to the Nuggets in the West. The West is filled with the Warriors, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Grizzlies. You know what? But- I'm going to say underreaction because I think it's true. I think the Warriors are the best, the best threat to them. Well, uh, eh. well, okay. The, the <laughs> Lakers, I guess. I mean, objectively, the, their team is so deep, and mm-hmm. you know, I think they have objectively a better team, but. Um, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I, I would say, uh, but I want to say under reaction, I think, uh, Chris Paul is going to flow really well with Steph and Clay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think, uh, I go under reaction as well. I think, um, obviously right in the beginning when that trade happened, I wasn't huge on it. I was, I was just really shocked. I was in a state of shock when we got Chris Paul. I never thought I'd see him on the Warriors. Um, but now yeah. at this point in time, it's really grown on me um obviously with jordan Poole, it was either him or draymond one of them had to go and i know jordan Poole is the future but draymond green is the now and steph curry is the now so we have to go with what steph curry is um if we had to make a decision so draymond coming back was huge and now we got chris paul who will absolutely kill it with the second unit i think he's going to be fantastic because one of the biggest yeah. problems with the warriors was taking care of the ball they couldn't do that and what does chris paul do he takes care of the ball it's what he's known for so i think that's gonna help us out a whole lot um so i actually agree i, I think that the warriors um can be the biggest threat will be the biggest threat to the nuggets and obviously the clippers when healthy are very good the lakers are very good um but something about the warriors man they're they're like a cohesive unit they're just yeah. one it's just so there's so so much chemistry there and you know when the Warriors, i mean we saw in 2022 i mean they were it was like a very magical run, and they they were just everyone knew like the Warriors. They were that team. So let's with, pray that Kaminga gets some more minutes. Oh gosh, 
that's a I whole mean, thing in itself. <laughs> I, yeah, makes like, me come so on, mad. Her, her can just turn it around, get Kaminga in a groove. Like we, you know, we could be seeing another run. Easily. I agree, and I think that one thing that I will I will say is that I'm I'm so I'm never a fan of players requesting trades, especially early in their career when they're young on a rookie deal or wanting or arguing for more or you know arguing to be traded, whatever all this stuff. However, in this situation, I am I back Kaminga when he gets frustrated with his minutes because he was a seventh overall pick. If he was drafted almost anywhere else, he'd be playing 25 minutes a game. But he's sitting here playing no minutes a game for some reason. Steve and Steve Kerr's like, well, we're teaching you how to win. Okay, but he wants to play. He wants to get better. What do you, what do you think he's having fun sitting on the bench, dude? He was picked seventh. He's good. Or, yeah, seventh. So, it that's just ridiculous. If Secret doesn't end up giving Jonathan Kaminga more minutes this season, we have to have a really interesting conversation because I, I just I love to know like what did he do to deserve not to get minutes? All he's shown is promise. I know. It's ridiculous. That that's something that screwed us, but <clears throat> I do. I'm going under reaction, and I think the Warriors are the biggest threat to the Nuggets for next season. All right. Well, that will be it. We're out of time here. Right on, Vince. I appreciate you coming back on. Um, it's always, always a fun time. We have some good conversation. Everybody out there listening, thank you. I really appreciate it. You know, you can find me on social media on Instagram at the night shift dot pod on TikTok at the night shift pod and on Twitter at the night shift with two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. If you're listening on whatever podcast platform you are listening on, be sure to leave it a like, subscribe, rating, five stars, all that stuff would be super, super cool. Um, but be honest, let us know how we did be critical. Um, don't be like uh, 49er fans. Don't be delusional. Yeah. And <laughs> let, let it be critical. Let us know. Let us know. Um, but anyways, right, again, Vince, right on. Appreciate you coming on. We'll have to have you on again soon. Um, yeah. Definitely had some good stuff and everyone out there listening. Thank you so much. And that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Here comes for Turn it up.